Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist, here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome back to another episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. You're in the right place if you're an agent, you're a team leader, you're a broker owner, and you're looking to differentiate yourself and hopefully increase your average sale price of both a buyer and a seller you represent. Just like previous episodes, we bring on various specialists that might not be luxury specific, and today is one of those days. But before I introduce our guest, just a reminder, if you are getting value from today's podcast or previous podcast, leave us a like, leave us a five-star review. Again, that's how we get found on search engines, and referrals are our biggest uh, compliment that we can receive. So I appreciate everybody that's listening. Again, we release four podcasts a month, and we're always looking for amazing guests. So if you want to nominate somebody or perhaps even nominate yourself, please shoot us an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. And don't forget, every Friday, we're doing our free trainings, Luxury Fridays. You can can go to luxuryfridays.com, and we're doing them via Zoom. We're, excuse me, not Zoom. We're streaming them live on YouTube, Facebook, and other platforms. But if you go to our YouTube channel, Marketing Luxury Group, and subscribe, you will get notified as soon as we have an upcoming Luxury Friday. Again, I'm your host, Michael Lafito. Without further ado, I want to bring on today's guest. As I mentioned previously, uh, we bring on top luxury agents, top luxury teams, strategic partners, lead generation services, services that will make your job easier as an agent or team leader or broker owner. And... A lot of the topics these days and a lot of the buzzwords when you go to these big conferences or if you're on these virtual trainings is about team, building a team. And today I'm really excited uh, to bring on my guest, Gogo Bethke. She is currently a a resident in Michigan, uh, but in the middle of perhaps moving to a warmer climate. But I want to bring on Gogo. She can tell you a little bit about her backstory, but Bottom line is she's amazing at building teams and organizations and helping agents support agents to attract the type of agents uh, from a culture and, and a production standpoint that you want in your team or your office. And again, this applies to all agents, no matter what brokerage you're with. So Gogo Bethke, thank you for joining me today. Tell everybody a little bit more about yourself. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, originally from Romania, my real name is Gyöngyvér, so nobody can pronounce it. They call me Gogo in the U.S., right? Um, I'm Hungarian by nationality, though. I'm 100% Hungarian. And I moved to the U.S. in 2003. Didn't really have the idea of I'm going to be a realtor one day. So that came in 2011. Um, It wasn't even my idea. It was my neighbor's idea. She thought I would make a great realtor. And at the time, I was a stay-at-home mom. I was watching HGTV all day long. So I thought, what a great idea, right? Like, how hard can it be? Show three houses, you sell one of them, sign me up, right? 
Um, so I did that and very quickly I realized, hold on a minute, like where are these leads coming from? <laughs> like where are these buyers and sellers that you see on TV going to like hit me up, right? Um, I had no sphere. If you think about it, being from Romania, I didn't, I was 21 when I moved here. So I don't have high school friends or college friends or any of that. I didn't know anyone on this continent when I moved here. So uh, the sphere was very quickly out. Um, sales experience was out. Money was out because I had none, <laughs> right? So it wasn't like I'm going to buy Zillow leads or on Facebook ads. Facebook ads weren't even a thing then, right? So I kind of just had to figure out of like, okay, how am I going to make a name for myself? And who is my ideal buyer and seller? Where are they at? Um, and for me, it was Facebook. That was the only thing at the time. We didn't really have the Instagrams and the LinkedIn's at the time. And um, so I just started a Facebook business page called Google's Real Estate. And I kind of just owned the truth on there. I let the world know I'm a new realtor. I'm just trying to make a name for myself. And so that's how it started in 2014, 15, probably when I decided to take my, take my party over to Instagram. I still do Facebook, don't get me wrong, but Instagram, I just figured I got to a point in my career where I needed to vent a little bit. And I figured my clients are on Facebook. So if I vent on Instagram, right, then I don't know why I thought they're not going to follow me on Instagram, right? Sure. Uh, so I just took the party over to Instagram and then I changed the tone, right? Like who I'm talking to, my audience. So on Facebook, I still to today talk to my local audience, to my local buyers and sellers, right? My potential buyers and sellers. On Instagram, I talked to the agents because I needed to like get everything off of my shoulder. Um, and then, so it's kind of almost like two different audiences under the same brand, if that makes sense. Um, so on Instagram, it's mostly how to help an agent, or just like you said, help you sell the next home, help you build a brand um, with the power of social media. So everything that I learned, the good, bad, and the ugly, I always share. Um, so that's how I, it kind of grew into what it is today. Um, then I turned my knowledge into two different courses. So I have a Google's Bootcamp for social media, and then I have one for agent attraction. I have a local team. Um, they do all of the deals. So my goal for this year is to not be involved in a single transaction. If I can make that happen, then I will reach my goal for 2022. Um, so I think it's everybody's, I, I don't know, I can't talk for everybody, I guess, but for most um, agents, the goal isn't to be on the hamster wheel for the rest of your life, is to be able to leverage and build a team where you can live that life that you wanted this whole time, right? Without having to trade time for money. Um, so that's my local team. We call it GRAT or Gogo's Real Estate Team. Um, we have a listing agent and a buyer's agent. All of our leads come organic. So we don't buy leads. Everything that we do, it goes, um, it comes organic from my social media sources. Um, then I switched to EXP like yourself. And now in what we call Team GoGo is our uh, EXP organization. Um, agents that decide to bring their businesses over to EXP nationwide and uh, or internationally we have agents in five different countries in 40 different states there's almost 800 of us that we call the team logo organization and wow. uh, we did over last year we started the year with 319 agents we ended it at 742 um, and we did over a billion dollars in production so if we want to talk luxury i think we can right <laughs> Wow. Uh, we, we did a few transactions in 2021. Um, so that's on the real estate side. I also own a title company and a TC company and a VA company and all of that. But gotcha. yeah. so, so a couple of things I want to circle back to that you said. So again, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. So been, you've been licensed now for 11 years, doing some amazing things here, built a huge organization uh, about agent success, right? Helping agents be more successful. One thing I believe you said is, is uh, 
uh, working, you might have said working smarter, not harder, or leveraging time maybe yeah. is one thing you talked about. And so one of the things that we always talk about to agents is is being more productive and 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 perhaps making more money. And sometimes people get turned off by the, the well, money, money, money. But I like to always remind agents, money freedom equals time freedom equals relationship freedom. So you're, you've built a, a team up where you can invest in your team. You can, you can leverage and delegate buyer's agents, seller's agents. So talk to me a little bit about, and that's different for everybody, Gogo. Some agents, it might be, hey, when I make six figures, I'm going to bring on an assistant. Or when I fill in the blank, every, there's, there's no magic formula, so to speak. But for those that are listening out here, what was a tipping point for you where you didn't want to grab all those buyers and those sellers, but you said, you know what, my time's important. Maybe I don't want to give up the weekends for the kids or work an open house. For you specifically, what was the boiling point when, how did the light go off where you realized, hey, I got to leverage other people's time and energy for me to build this? Well, it's a, it's a few things, right? I mean, eventually you get to a point where you can't possibly take on another deal and keep your sanity. So that was for me at 52 personal deals a year. I was like, if I have to sell another freaking house, I will shoot somebody or myself. Right. So I was like, I can't, and I love people. And I never wanted to get to a point where I don't like people anymore. Right. And there's a different side to people when the bottom line is involved. Mm-hmm. And I'm good at being a punching bag. I'm really good at it, right? For a commission. I used to look at people that for 12 grand, I'll be your best friend for 90 days. $14,000, your best friend, 90, 30, I'll be your best friend for 90 days, right? I looked at everybody as a commission, right? And then I can do any, if my kids are starving, I can do anything, right? Right. right. So, but you get to the point where not even for the next commission, would I put up with asshole? Excuse my French, if I can't say that sure. on this call. No, yeah. So you get to the point where I'm like, okay, so is it money or like, don't get me wrong. I love money. I came to this country for the American dream, right? And I want to reach the absolute highest. And some people look at me like I'm crazy. The screensaver on my phone is a helipad on my yacht. So that tells you then I'll have a helipad on my yacht and I'll be doing just fine, right? Yeah. So if I can reminders, to, right? Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. then the other reminder, you can change your password to things to what you want. FYI, it reminds you every time you enter it. But, um, you know, so I have like, I have like crazy dreams and expectations, but you can't possibly be t- trading time for money for the rest of your life, but you never reach those goals. Yeah. You're going to hit, you're going to hit a personal ceiling, no matter how good you are. I couldn't personally do more than 52 deals a year without losing my sanity um, and without losing the quality because of the quantity, right? Mm-hmm. And you are as good as your reputation. So as soon as your quality gives, referrals stop, there goes your business, right? Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to make sure that we can keep the quality, I can keep my sanity, and I can keep the money. Yeah. Right. Yep. So that's when I started a team um, initially at Real Estate One. So I, I was with Real Estate One for seven and a half years, Keller Williams for eight months, and then EXP since 2018, November. Okay. Um, so at Real Estate One is where I started my first team, but I didn't really know what I was doing. They didn't really have teams there. So I was okay. kind of thinking it, right? Um, well, that team came over to, um, e, uh, to Keller with me, and then both of them quit on the same day. <laughs> so I didn't have a team. Okay. <laughs> Um, but that's now, like, let's talk about that real quick. If yeah. you don't mind being transparent, was it yeah. was it the onboarding provided by, by that Keller Williams office why they quit? Was it just anxiety? People don't like change. Was there something internally looking back where maybe you could have helped during that transition? I'm curious if you don't mind me. I think 
was a little bit of everything, right? Um, for example, at that time, we didn't really have a very strong contract. And I do believe that having a strong contract with really specific instructions is really important because otherwise it's like, no, you said this, and no, you said that. And then the broker has to decide how the commission to be split. And, you know, the leads and the systems weren't really automated and systematized. It was, it was a shit show. Okay. Right. Sure. Learn. We learn as we grow. Um, so managing so everybody's expectations, black and white, get it in writing, get it in a contract form, because when money's involved, right, that's when it's a fan. Is that fair to say? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So today, um, they don't even start right on the well, first of all, I'm not hiring. So I never wanted to have a mega icon team. I just wanted to draw cute little local deals, right? Um, I don't want an adult daycare. I don't want to babysit adults. I don't want the responsibility. I don't want um, any of that, right? I'd rather take my time and energy where I love to spend it, which is coaching and training and helping others see the results that I was able to accomplish. But I also want to walk away from this that comes organically, mm-hmm. right? So I seriously have no cost on my team. I have no cost. I don't have an office. As I like to joke and say, I have a printer. That's my cost of doing business on my, on my real estate side of things. And the goal this year is 75 deals. So with the two agents, we'll do about 75 deals this year. Yeah, um, so, so. We come for free. I don't have an office. I don't, you know what I mean? So that is right. no cost. And I don't, you know, I don't buy the leads or anything. So truly there is no cost on, on that side of the business. We have yeah. VAs um, that help us. And I have an operations manager. That is my only cost to kind of help us over, overlook, um, you know, everything that we are doing. So I like to build businesses on organic social media marketing. So all of my businesses are built on that. Um, I, I feel like- so when you say organic, for those that are listening, there, there's paid traffic and organic, right? Organic yeah. is naturally providing great content. And hopefully, are there any tips to, for those that are listening from an organic standpoint, maybe there's some listening right now that they provide some type of content, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, any tips on tagging or bringing, partnering up with strategic partners? How, how do you get more traction organically in your opinion? I mean, how much time you got? <laughs> I wish it was like a two second. Everybody's going to get loaded in two seconds, but it's sure. been such if a you already have one tip. How's that? One tip that to increase. Okay so, okay. so if it's one tip, then you are not selling real estate. You're selling yourself and your services. Don't think like a real estate agent. Think like a marketer. Even if you look at mine, um, you have a, a Grant Cardone shirt on, right? You have the 10X yes, shirt on. Yes. So have you seen, I mean, Grant is very much so in real estate, right? He does all of his investment properties and all that's all the syndication that he's looking for investors and yada, yada. Do you ever see the actual syndication on his profile? No, right. it's his Grant. Grant, 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 right? And whatever Grant sells, we buy, right? So he sells you the opportunity, but it, he always sells Grant. He doesn't sell one, two, three Main Street in Ohio. That's a 150 door apartment building, right? He sells grant that sells an opportunity to invest into a syndication with him, right? So where most realtors go wrong is is by promoting that last listing, the newest open house, my newest listing. This is just what hit the market and they're never in it, right? Then you are just as good as any other realtor because I don't know who sold that listing. You're not in it. I don't know if you're a guy or a girl, Right. So people, agents need to learn to promote themselves. That's rule number one. Oh, that's that's great. You know, I one of the things I always say is shy real estate agents have skinny kids. You know, you can't be shy in this industry. Right. You got to yeah. let people know what you do. And 
pass out your business card. And that's great advice, Gogo. Thank you. So continue to build your brand. Don't be shy. You know, we've some people have put on COVID 15 pounds or your gray hairs are coming through or whatever yeah. it might be. But your authenticity also comes through, right? When people yeah. see you. I mean, this tooth, this one is fake. I didn't have a front tooth last year for eight months. So you literally, I have tons of videos on Instagram and all the places that I don't have a front tooth. And that's what I had to rock it, right? Like for three days, don't get me wrong, I had a pity party. And I was like, oh my gosh, they call me the social media queen. So it's like, oh my gosh, I'm the social media queen of real estate and I don't have a front tooth. And I won't have a front tooth for eight months. Hmm. Right. So I was like, well, so you addressed it and rolled with it and, and tied yeah. in some humor, self-deprecating yeah. humor into things. Yeah. The truth is the knowledge is in my head. Do I have a front tooth or not? Can I sell what I sell? Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I didn't get dumber. I just lost a tooth. It's a great story. I always say the same thing when I'm in front of a big audience and people are in the front row. I go, those of you in the front row, you can see I got one nostril bigger than the other. I got one eye that doesn't open as big as the other. Right. So, you know, yeah. letting people yeah. know that. See? Yeah, see, we both do, yeah. Hi, it's Michael Lafito here with a quick break from the podcast. If you are committed to increasing your average sale price and you want to work smarter, not harder, then you want to visit LuxuryListingSpecials.com for more information on the Lux designation along with some free resources. And now let's get back to the show. So talk about... Okay. So you, you said sell the opportunity. You use that term. I wrote that down. So, you know, you're the opportunity go, go. So what are some objections that you have to overcome when people want you, but you're building this organization and you're putting systems in place, which we know, and you're having various leaders within the organization that if, whether it be onboarding or, you know, something comes up through day-to-day -day real estate transactions where they're not coming to you all the time, because how are you managing people's expectations within your big organization? Yeah, so I mean, there are two different kinds, right? So Grat is our local um, team. So on there, when I get calls, I'm just upfront with them and say, hey, listen, let me tell you how we work, right? How we work. And then I'll just explain that initial call. And I say, hey, Clancy's our listing specialist. She's going to be giving you a call within five minutes, and she's going to take it from here. If it's a buy side, hey, Kiri's our buyer specialist. She's going to take it from here. But I usually started, let me tell you how we work. Right. So then I set the expectations right up front. So they know I am not the one who's going to come out to a listing appointment. I am not the one who's going to be sitting in your open house. I'm not the one who's I, I am here to help you market and negotiate because those are my two skills. But I don't physically have to be there for that job. Right. Yeah. So in, in order for us to do our job, there is a, a system in place for that. So then they have no other expectations. They know I'm not the one who's going to show up at a listing appointment. My, my team will. And my team, you know, takes it from there and they handle it. I really only get involved if I have to. They usually say, don't make me send go-go on you. So manage expectations, communication and managing expectations. No different than you mentioned a, list, a listing specialist on your team. That listing specialist has to manage the, the, the seller's expectations as far as how long the home will be on the market, what the actual market value is based on comparables and, and the market conditions, not based on what they think they should get or what they want to get from it. So managing expectations comes through communication. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to know, and, and that comes down to, right. You have to know your hourly rate. You have to know how much money you make in an hour. And that's how you're going to be able to, to say, okay, is this 
if I go out there in person, just to sign docs, seriously, it's going to be an hour and a half for us driving, right? Just mm-hmm. to chit chat for an hour. Like I'm negative $3,000 right there, right? Just for go out. So if the client is adamant that you go in person, then you show them what that's cost. And then they decide, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'll take your team. That's good. It's all good right? Because it, it has to work my time and it just doesn't anymore. So not even a luxury listing yeah. so that worth my personal time anymore. Um, so that's why we have things in places for that. So that's the local team. Now on Team GoGo, I do most of the coaching um, and mentoring. That's my favorite thing to do is help other agents reach their goals. So on that one, I really don't necessarily, my, my time invested is not necessarily physically present. Does that make sense? Because all of our agents, we're in 40 different states and five different countries. So we just kind of come through through Zoom. I can do that from home. I can do that from the beach. Um, So that side of my business is is 100% online. Okay. Time. You talk about time. So that's very helpful, by the way. So two different businesses run very similar as far as putting systems into place, uh, leveraging time. But you mentioned time and managing expectations. So uh, for those of you that are listening, I used to have this exercise I would do. There's 52 weeks in a year. Just say if you take two weeks off, not maybe not continuously, but let's say you take two weeks off throughout the course of a year, keep it really simple. That's 50 weeks left in the year. If there's a 40 hour work week and some of you laughing at that, at 40 hours in a real estate work week, that's 2000 hours in the year, work hours. Now, if you work 20 hour work weeks, divide that in half, that's a thousand work hours. That's how you figure out whatever your financial goal is and you divide it by that number. That's how you figure out your hourly rate. So Gogo mentioned if she's driving an hour and a half, even on a luxury listing. Okay, so that's her hourly rate there, $1,298, okay? So for her, she's got to ask herself, if it's two hours, am I going to make $2,600, you know? So that is awesome. So I'm glad you brought that up. We've talked about it on previous episodes, but we didn't really dive deeper. So you got to figure out what your hourly rate is. And as you're listening, some of you, again, money freedom equals time freedom equals relationship freedom. Unfortunately, I want to add on to that because it also please. equals location freedom. Location freedom. I like that. I'm going to add that to location and freedom. You can live anywhere, especially today, right? What did COVID teach us? I was like, hold on a minute. I can COVID on the beach in Florida. Yeah. Right. It's totally different than COVIDing in Michigan. Yeah, it is. It, and, or, know, or COVIDing right? in Illinois, we had 690, 696 days straight. My kids couldn't wear a mask up until yesterday at the time of, of this filming. I have a buddy that lives in Michigan and he goes, my kids have been mask free since the beginning of the school year. So, oh gosh, you know, so money freedom equals time freedom equals relationship freedom equals location freedom. Uh, let's add that to it. And that's a great point. So again, you have to know what your hourly rate is. And if you're not where you need to be financially, then you got to focus on that. You got to got to write the ship, pay off debt, start being product, productive and making money. At that point, it's different for everybody. Gogo was exhausted with 52 sales in a year. She hit the tipping point. Everybody's got a different tipping point. For you, it might be 22 homes. For somebody else, it might be 102. But that's the key here. Some really great nuggets, Gogo. I appreciate it. We're going off on some topics that we weren't even intending, but it's just naturally great conversation. So I appreciate it. 
Thank you. Thank you. And then you also need to leverage, right? Like I don't check emails. I don't check messages. I don't check. I couldn't tell you the last time I read a load of laundry when I, or when I walk my dog, right? So I look at everything. Then if it's time, if it takes time, because does it take time to run a load of laundry? Yeah. Could I run it? Absolutely. Am I capable of running a load of laundry? Yes, I am. But is it time best spent? No. So now we have two house assistants. We have about 30 VAs. Everybody has like different parts of their job that they help make my life easier, right? But then this way, it's like you have 40 people doing one person's job in the same hour, right? Like how much more could you get done if you had 40 of you huh. in the same hour? That's a, that's a, that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, so, and, and not only that, they're staying in their lane. They're specialists. They're really focused on a specific task that they're really good at right? And so they can get a lot more done in that hour than somebody that's a jack of all trades, but maybe a master of none. Yes. And then not only that, but this will free you up to do what you love. Because you know, the saying is that you don't work a day in your life when you love what you do. So now I don't have to do anything that I don't enjoy anymore. Now I concentrate on things. Of, my favorite thing now is, is coming up with great ideas and opening businesses. I opened like four businesses in the last three months. Um, so it's just now it allows you to build. Because otherwise you're on that hamster wheel of like, just, oh, just the next year, there's the next year, the next year, just catching up and constantly in the phone, right? So now I don't have to do that anymore. You're free of time to think, you're free of time to build, right? All that is still functioning. It, it didn't go anywhere. I totally have that leg of my business and this leg of my business and this leg of my business is just not me that's doing every single step anymore. So you teach your systems. Yes. So so let's talk about that. So you, you held up your phone for those that are seeing the replay, but just listening $1,298. Uh, so you're giving up at least a half hour of your time today. And, and I teach agents when I go on a listing appointment, you know, the seller doesn't care about the awards in your office. They care about what's in it for them, what's in it for them. Right. And so value add. So as an agent, you got to think about all about them. How are you going to help them get to where they want to? So with that, let's transition to how you help agents get to where they want. You have a social media product and you have an agent attraction product. Talk to us a little bit about those, please. Yeah. So it started out with, you know, initially I was being made fun of truly back in 2011 when I started my Facebook page, people were like, what business page? Like what? So they used to make fun of me. We're like, oh, there's Gogo taking another selfie and there's Gogo, right? And then eventually it turned into when this whole social media thing started to becoming a thing, right? And I started you know, pulling my weight in production and stuff. And people were like, the local agents were like, okay, so I guess it's working, right? Then they started asking me questions of like, what do you do? And why do you do that? And how do you do that? And hey, Google, can you explain me this very quick? So I couldn't go to like a local event or anywhere without people asking me almost like the same questions over and over again. I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like a broken record or parent just repeating myself. And I'm like, I'm just going to record myself um, explaining all of these things. And then I was like, oh, I can turn that into a course, right? So now we have Google's Bootcamp social media, which has started out long, long time ago, uh, I think four years ago now. And um, so the initial course was just like basics, right? Like the very basics of social media, what realtors need to know. Okay. But surprisingly, even, you know, fast forward four years, the basics are still very important because I look at so many realtor accounts. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. Right. So that's how the social media started out. And today it's a bunch of different modules and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of video um, of everything that I know today on social media marketing. So that's the social media course. And that also right. includes um, systems and integrations and Google My Business and referrals and reviews and just everything that you need. Everything that I have 
it's in that course. The and next one, yeah, go ahead. Where, real quick, before we go to the next one. So where can people find out more information on that? Yeah, it's gogosbootcamp.com. Okay, gogosbootcamp.com. Yeah. Okay, the next you. one. Yeah, the next one. So I joined EXP like you did. When did you join? I joined in August of 2021. So. Uh, oh, you're recent. I'm okay. New, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're new here. So I joined in October of 2018. My anniversary is November 1st of 18. So I just okay. hit my third third year anniversary. I personally sponsored my 201, uh, 200 couple of days ago, um, agent in my front line in the company. So I do okay with that. I love it. I love this company and we change lives, right? So I feel like I have the honor of changing over 200 agents' lives. And, um, and again, I was started getting asked questions. How do you do that? You know, it's really not, agent attraction is simple, but it's not that, it, it's hard, right? Um, and so agents would ask me the same questions, like, how did you do that? I was the first one to get to 40 um, agents wide in less than six months joining the company. So I was asking all of those questions. Again, everything to me leads back to uh, <laughs> social media, right? All, all roads lead to Rome. Uh, for me, all roads lead to social media marketing. And so um, that's how the agent attraction course came about is pretty much recording myself again and all of my systems and processes and the mindset and the mentality and the objection handling and um, you know the, the websites and everything that you need to build. So it's like a funnel. So you do this, 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 and this, and it all fades to the end. And results and they feed into your downline or organization. So that's the agent attraction course. If you are building out the site where everything eventually is going to be on one website is gogosbootcamp.com. But right now um, it's going to be under gogosbootcamp.com forward slash AA. Okay. AA for agent attraction. For agent attraction. Okay. Soon here though, everything's going to be under gogosbootcamp.com. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, what platform out of curiosity do you use? Um, so we have Kajabi and ClickFunnels. Okay. I, yeah. I, I had ClickFunnels and we went over to WordPress for our designation trainings, which is 16 modules. For those of you listening, you can check out luxurylistingspecialist.com, luxurylistingspecialist.com. Ten and a half hours. Uh, we have an option where there's over 275 templates, Word docs, PDFs, MP3s, MP4s. Uh, and uh, we're, we have a custom platform, but uh, I had uh, ClickFunnels before and of course, familiar with Kajabi. So appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's language talk for those of you listening. Don't worry about it. This exactly. is just going to be my talk here. Yeah. Uh, so, so what's next? What, what's your um, big, hairy, audacious goal for 2022? I know you're moving. That's exciting. Um, but from a business standpoint, you said you launched four businesses. If you want to share those, you certainly can. I, you said title company earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So we started our title company and uh, it's this up, up this close and running, um, right. which is very exciting. The one thing that I love mostly about it is depositing an EMD. You no longer have to like overnight it or drive it anywhere. Right. Um, you can literally, as, as you deposit a check into your bank account, you can take a picture and deposit your EMD. I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. Sure. Um, you also have have what's called palm agent so it, i love numbers right and i love bottom line and i'm here to serve my clients best um 
interest, which is their bottom line, right? Um, but the only way I can do that is by having the systems in place. I don't want to have to be calculating that like, hey, if I buy this house, what's my mortgage payment? What's my down payment? What's mm-hmm. if I want to put 20% down? How much is that, right? So all of those things, you can do a net sheet right off of an app with our title company's um, uh, net sheet calculator. So seller's net sheet, buyer's net sheet, you can just plug in the numbers. I do that every single time I used to show a house as even before we walk out on the door to say, oh my gosh, Google, we love it. Let's offer 10,000 over. What would my mortgage payment be? Right. So I plug it right in there. Let's say for 189, you know, 10,000 over, blah, 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 EMD 3000, yada, yada, taxes, blah, 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 plug it in there and it spits out a number. So before we even walk out on the door, my client knows, yeah, I can afford that. Let's do it. Right. Um, and same on the listing side, as we walk in, you know, or, or as, as I'm sitting there, they're like, okay, go, go, if we're hiring you and this is what you charge, right? And this is what you think we can sell our house for. What's my bottom line? What am I getting? Right. And then that way, just blah, 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 boop, numbers, text it uh-huh. to you, it, all that. Um, so I love anything instant um, because it makes my life you know, easier. And I also like removing the liability from myself. So in case I forget to include the homeowners association fees, right, like it calculates it. It reminds me as I'm entering the numbers of, oh, yeah, shoot, $450 a month. Like, let's right. not forget that. Right. right. Um, so those kind of things. So that's going to be fun of having technology and, you know, having that arm of, of the business. Um, then we are starting. So as I mentioned, I have over 30 um, VAs and um, it was a hard start at first. I have I have had to fire a few right until we got the rhythm of things of sure. how this works and how to hire them, where to find them, how to train them, the SOPs and, you know, the language and the cultural differences and the time differences and all of those things. So mm-hmm. um, now we have over 30. 30 of them. Um, and I, I built a course around that as well, because I, I get invited to a lot of the teams and groups and, you know, public speaking events. And that's one of the biggest questions. And people don't seem to be able to figure it out without having to like spend numerous hours on training and then having to fire them in three months because it's not working out. Right. Um, so we built a whole um, system around that, that as well, where we literally going to have. So all of the VAs, if you, if these, anybody listening decide to, um, you know, use my company for hiring their VAs, they're literally come trained. So they have not only they come trained for everything that my VAs do for me, um, but they will have, have already all of the SOPs. Um, so they can always that just for standard of procedures for those that are yeah. listening. SOP standard of procedure yeah. and VA stands for virtual assistant. I want to make sure right. we don't. No, you're OK. <laughs> this is terms that I know, but maybe someone listening doesn't. Yeah, so virtual assistants from usually they're from another country. Um, you can also find virtual assistants from the U.S., but they cost way more um, than if you if you have virtual assistants from other countries. And um, so that's one of the other companies because I believe that um, you know time is money. So if you're spending your hourly rate somewhere, then you need to make the most that you possibly can. Pushing papers, answering to DMs, you know, making your posts, things like that. That shouldn't be your job, right? right. Right. That should not be your job. That stuff should be hired out. So, uh, so where can you find out more information on that company? Is that ready to be disclosed? So if you just go to, um, well, if you follow me, I guess, on Google's Real Estate on Instagram, that's the only platform that I personally answer. So if you ever want to talk to me in person, it's Google's Real Estate on Instagram. And every other account, I have virtual assistants, including every email, every DM, you name it, I have VAs out there besides Instagram. Um, so on Instagram is where I release all of the things as soon as they are ready. We are all the VAs are hired and in training right now. Okay. So I think we're about two weeks to a month out when our first round of VAs can be hired, but they're all called for. Um, so we can, you know, give me a few more months and sure. then we should be Perfect. able to 
it up for the public as well. And then the next one is a transaction coordination company. So that was my, um, not my first hire. It should have been my first hire, but it wasn't. You learn, right? Sure. So if you're an agent out there and you're still pushing your own papers, you're kidding yourself. Like even that hour that it takes you to upload a listing, if you took that hour and you spent it getting yourself another listing, what would be your commission? Average yeah. commission nationwide is $7,500. So you're literally pushing paper for an hour for $7,500. Hmm. That's stupid, right? So a TC, which is a transaction coordinator, should be your very first hire, even for an assistant. I would start with a transaction coordinator, then I would start with a VA, then I would start with a physical assistant in person, because that would be your most expensive hire. So uh, do you have uh, a resource uh, on the transactional coordinator side or is that too going to be released soon for the public? Yes, yeah, so that one is called Smoot TC because the idea is to get Smoot to the closing table, right? Um, and that one's coming out soon. I think we're going to be ready with that one within two weeks. Awesome. Um, but again, just last, last seconds, right? Like the sure. last thing you can have bank account with Stripe and those kind of things that yeah. have to be approved. But other than that, the system and the course is up and running. Um, so you literally get your own TC. So what was important to me is, especially in the Team Gogo organization, we are in 40 different states. So I can't have a TC that specializes in California right. or specializes in Michigan because that's not going to work, right? We need TCs that can work in every single state. So all of our TCs can work in all of the 50 states in the US. Um, so you can hire them from absolutely anywhere. You can also hire them for your team, right? So if you have a downline like mine, where we are all over the place, you could potentially hire one TC that services three of your agents. So then removes that from their plate, right? So then they can go sell more real estate. So it's, um, that's in the making. So that should that's be awesome. here in a, in a, in a hot second. Um, so that's VA transaction coordinator. Oh, and then I'm start, starting a uh, public speaking company as well. So that was the fourth one for recently, but that's my own. Public speaking, you know, I t tell agents all the time, the fastest way to become an expert, a leading authority in your market is is authorship, writing a book, and number two is public speaking. So just some nuggets after nuggets after nuggets. We got Gogo Bethke here, and I really want to appreciate uh, and thank you for your time and, and your uh, knowledge. Uh, you're dropping a lot of truth bombs here. Again, uh, one of the things that she shared with me that was aha that I wasn't expecting is just a reminder of the time, right? Calculating your time. She had it right down based on her financial goals, what her hourly rate is. And again, real simple to figure that out, figure out how many weeks you work in a year. If it's 50 out of 52, take 50 times how many hours you work in, in a week. If it's 40, that's 2000 hours in a year and divide that by the, uh, the, the amount of money you want to make. And that tells you your hourly rate. So uh, go, go, uh, best so way. That is, I actually do it a little bit different. Yeah, so tell me how you do it. Yeah, so that's not how much I want to make. That's how much I made last year. So I did it based on what money I collected in 2021 divided by the amount of hours I worked for it. And that's my hourly rate. This year, my hourly rate is going to be 4,200 an hour. Wow, that's, man, oh man, that's good for you. So so that's even a great point. Look at what you actually made. And that was last year. That's what your, your hourly, your most recent hourly rate is. And based on your goals, realistic goals and, and um, for 2022, then that's your projection. So uh, thank you for pointing it out. Yeah. Again, you're listening to the Luxury Listing Specials podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lafito. Do me a favor. If you're getting value from today's podcast or previous podcasts, leave us a like, leave us a review. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, 
And uh, don't forget, each Friday, we just launched a new series called Luxury Fridays. You can go to luxuryfridays.com. Any parting words of advice, encouragement to anybody? I mean, I just want everybody to, uh, I actually, well, let me let me do this one. So I, you are a 10X guy. I love Grant, but I also love Tony Robbins as well. I was recently at a Tony event and there was a guy on the stage and he was like, raise your hand. If you feel like most of the time you live outside of the box, right? And I was so proud. I was like, me, like I'm the one, like I don't break the law, but I break the rules all the time, right? I kind of push it just a little bit. So I was so proud. I was like, me, 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 I live outside of the box, right? I was very proud of it. Uh The guy says, there is no box. (laughs) The box that we all live in, we created it. You told yourself what you're capable of. You put that lid on the box and said, this is where I fit in, right? And then if you step a little bit outside of that, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm living. But you created that box. Nobody told you what that box is. You put yourself in the box. So there's another way of saying it. Most of the people live in the cage with the doors wide open. Man, that's powerful. So make sure you live. Or in other ways saying, don't die with the music inside of you, right? You need to live every, every skill that God installed in you. You have to put it to test. You have to push it to the absolute maximum limit. So then one day, hopefully you make it to the pearly gates of heaven. Then you can be like, you know what? I did okay. I think God's going to be proud of me, right? I think my parents are going to be proud of me. I think my friend's going to be proud. I think I'm proud of me, <laughs> right? But in order to do that, you have to live. With every single skill, you have to put the skills that God installed in you to a test. I love that. That's so inspiring. And it reminds me of one of my favorite movies of all time, Shawshank Redemption. Get busy living or get busy dying. With that, I think that's a great segue. (laughs) Christy said she watched it last night. She did. Yes. I swear that was on TNT when I was in high school and college all the time. It was like, I've seen that movie. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, it's a slower movie, but it's got really deep meaning. How do you uh, spell it? S-H-A-W-S-H-A-N-K. S-H-A. Shawshank. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman was in that. Um, Morgan was, Freeman. He's oh, my yeah. favorite. Oh, you know you'll how love it. I it in life? You know, you want to know my end goal? Yes. Morgan Freeman is going to read me a book poolside. <laughs> well, I just want to listen to him talk. I became a fan after watching Shawshank. It, it, it's, it's a longer movie, but I think you'll like it. Hey, guys, you've been an amazing audience. Michael Lafito. until next time, keep raising the bar, whatever it is. Again, we talk about inclusion. That means building others up, even people that maybe don't vote the same way. Again, it's amazing how much we have in common. If you just turn the news off that wants to divide us, and we have conversations with others. Until next time, my name is Michael Lafito, and continue to prove them wrong. Take care.